Hi, this is Mark. And this is Francois, doing the Daily Ride podcast for July 5th, 2011. And just because no one's been able to stop us yet, we're putting the commute in commuter entertainment. And they're off. Boucher looking strong at the starting gate. Rachel Henning coming up behind. Howdy ho. <laughs> Running down to the track there, neck and neck, Henning for the win. Uh, Mr. Hanky was a spectator, you see. I was doing the I spectator. See. Yeah. Come uh, on, lovey. No, I can't really do him. I was going to shoot for uh, Mr. If you'd like my body coming up on Do You Think I'm Sexy? <laughs> Uh, yeah. I don't know. What's going on? Hectic yeah. morning. Yeah, a lot lot of, lot of stuff going on, man. Yeah, yeah it was a lot of... There's a, always a big to-do when everyone has to get up and go somewhere. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, uh, I'm very hungry right now, which is odd because I'm not usually a breakfast person. You'll be happy to know that the corn is knee-high by July. Knee-high by July? Yeah. Is that... That's what it's supposed to be. Oh, good. I guess. I, I, I did not know that, so. Yeah, knee-high. I've lived July. in Vermont a long time. I had no idea. Yeah. Knee-high by July. That's right. That's It rhymes. Yes. So you know it's got to be true. Uh, well, I don't know if it has to be true, but it is a memory... Enhancer? Uh, ...device. It's a memory technique. So ah. What's it supposed to be, knee-high? June? No, that doesn't rhyme. June. Uh, August? No, no. Yeah. Must be July. Uh, knee could, high. Could it be like July? When's it supposed to be knee high? Let's see. What rhymes? With, if it was June, what would you rhyme it with? Uh. uh yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> they've had centuries to think these things up. Ha- halfway to the poon by June. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gross, but still works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Nowhere near the bust by August. <laughs> Nowhere near the bust. <laughs> 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 Quarter to the bust by August. Mm. Yeah. It probably will be by the to the bust by August. That's Past true. Past the bust by August. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um. So uh, what's going on? I've been uh, out of the loop. Uh, uh, for the past couple of days, just because there's been so much shit going on. Well, you know, I'm sort of, you know, without you, there's pretty much not a loop. Oh, you see? right. I am we the just, loop. We just, we were just living our lives. I there see. was, you know, we were enjoying like yesterday. I was throwing firecrackers. You were enjoying people. ourselves more. We were. No, well, it, what, no, that's not what I was gonna say. Uh-huh. But we were just outside. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. We were just outside enjoying ourselves. Uh, I was, uh, Noah was running around naked. Okay. Uh. Always fun. Yeah. Kids love to be naked in the summer. Sure. I think everyone loves to be naked in the summer. And, uh. Just kids have the freedom. Right. Uh, they were, they got into the pool for the first time. Everybody got into the. Oh, nice. How was that? Uh, I, I didn't get in the pool. No, I wouldn't assume you would. Uh, so I don't know, but they seem to be enjoying it. I mean, like, I understand why you're not into the whole, you know, blow-up pool thing. 
But uh, you don't even really get into pools when we're in a place that has an actual pool. Well, because, I mean, when we're in the south, I'll get in the pool. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but Is it, it just never... because it's not hot enough there for you? There you go. Now you hot just Hot enough got... for you? <laughs> it's not hot enough for me. <laughs> yeah, well, because I always thought that was weird, you know? Like, it'd be a pretty warm day, you know? You'd be just hanging out Yeah. by the pool. By the pool. Not in yeah. the pool. No, I get in the pool when it's hot. And I like the water to be pretty warm, too. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's I like the water. I like the... That's, temp- your, that's your Texasness. Yeah. The outside temperature's got to be about 95. Right. And the water temperature's got to be about 80. Okay. Uh, there you go. Now you know my conditions. Or your mom has to be naked in the pool. Okay. Gross. One of the, those are the three conditions. You could have left that condition out, and I would have been just as satisfied with your answer. <laughs> Probably more. Uh, but, uh, okay, so you, like, for instance, you'd get in the pool in Florida. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, we got the beach, so I go down to the beach, and if I, if I need to, I'll jump into the ocean to cool off. Same thing for me. Right. Uh, except the water, the beach water's fairly cold in Florida. Yes, that's true. It's not like the Gulf, man. Well, not on the side of Florida we're on. The Gulf side would be exactly like the Gulf. Yeah. Uh, but the the Atlantic side... Aren't we on the Gulf side? No. We're on the Atlantic side. Correct. Gulf side has pretty blue water too, right? No. Gulf side has muddy brown water. Oh. Oh. Well, I thought that was just around the Texas area. Muddy brown water everywhere? Pardon me. It's because the silt is coming out of the Mississippi River. That is disgusting. What? The muddy brown water. Yeah. You know what? I grew up swimming in it. Yeah, I know. Bother me at all. Me too. I mean, I'll swim in it. But uh, I, you know, to be honest with you, I'd never experienced anything else. Hmm. You know. Now I know that the water can be clear and blue. Yeah, it is quite beautiful. You know, there are places where it's clear blue clear, beautiful, and warm. Like I think in the Caribbean, there's areas where it's... Unbelievable. Yeah. I know it is hard to believe. That's crazy. Uh, But yeah, no, the Gulf is, you know, and also it's a basin, right? So, it, you know, the, it, it's not like, it's not like the Atlantic. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a catch and then you got all the silt running out of the rivers. Uh, into the, in particularly, in particular, the Mississippi. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, okay, so there's not much been going on at the house since, uh, I've been. No. Hanging out other places. No, we just, uh, we've just been. Taking it easy. Yeah. Cool. Kind of. That's awesome. Uh, anything going on in the news? I haven't watched the news lately either. Uh, Are they still talking oh. about that crazy bitch who killed her kid? Allegedly. Yeah, I can't. I can't watch that. I have to leave the room. I know. If that's on, I go. I, I was home the other day. Mom had that going nonstop. Uh, I, I can't stay in the room. I know. I, I I'm not interested in it. It's uh, uh, uh what? It's sort of disgusting. It's yeah. it's disgusting that that the news and the I guess the people by extension. Right. Uh, want to watch that is just sort of 
space. I don't know. It's like reality TV. You know, it's just... It's just their daily dose of... But uh, it's not really, because this doesn't happen in reality. No. This is a freak thing. And that's well, what... It's a freak show. It's like... A, and that's what people are doing. And But... Yeah, the, yeah, the but... The freak show should be a guilty pleasure, not an indulgence. Mm. You know, you go by the fat man... And you look nervously and try not to stare at him, but you want to look because it's a freak show. Sure. Yeah. And then you move along, and the bearded lady's there, and you go, yeah. and you, you look, but you don't move look. Move it along. Yeah, you move look, but you don't look, and uh-huh. you, you don't want her to look at you, and it's embarrassing. That's why you never notice the glue on the side of her face holding the beard on. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then there's Lobster Boy. Sure. Uh, but again, these things, these are freak shows, and you're embarrassed to stare you at the freak. You never notice the glue on the side of his face holding the lobster on. Yeah. You're embarrassed to stare at the freak, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you... Uh, but you... Paid. So you feel a little bit entitled. You say, look, I gave the freak 50 cents. Right. So I get to take a peek. That's the deal. Okay. Freak gets to live... I get to take. I get to Freak take. Freak gets to live. I get. Yeah. <laughs> when you say that, it makes it sound like you know we put him down. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> well, maybe I should have said Freak gets to make a living. There you go. That make, <laughs> make it feel Freak better. gets to live because I let it live. Uh, Freak gets to make a living. Yeah. Uh, and you get your naughty peak. Yeah. Mm, naughty. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's what it is, and that's what it should be. Yeah. Uh, but now we got it on TV. There's no embarrassment of staring at the TV. So you just stare at the freak like some kind of freak stare. Oh, like a freak yourself. A little bit. Yeah, staring yeah. freak. Staring freak. The newest attraction at the... Uh, That's right. At the House oh, of Freak. House of Freak. When, when, when cameras become two-way, Yeah. that's what they're going to sell... Tickets to stare just, at you. It'll just be a bunch of screens <laughs> of the weirdest looking people just staring. It's a bit like, you remember the Truman Show? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's like. And you would look back, you know, they would show cut to cut away to funny. the freaks watching. I haven't watching. seen that movie in a while. You know, it wasn't that good. I thought it was alright. Did you? You know, I'm always pleasantly surprised by Jim Carrey. I always go into it I'm often uh, surprised often, by it. Yeah, that's a better... I'm often pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I always go in thinking his movies are just gonna be. Shit. I mean, I went, I went to Pet Detective. Yeah. Thinking this is gonna be the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen in my life. This right. sounds like a a kids movie. Yeah. B, it's Jim Carrey just acting dumb. Right. You know how is this possibly gonna hold together? And as a movie, it was dumb. No. Question oh yeah, about it. I mean plot. If you're looking for plot, but and his performance uh, was outstanding. Yeah. And then there was the second pet detective movie because they were so left so many unanswered questions in the first one. They had to make a sequel for the fans. Sure. Yeah. And it was re- it really was a piece of shit with one with one e- beautiful with exception. one exception. Yeah. When Jim Carrey Carrey comes out of that rhino's ass. <laughs> <laughs> All naked. <laughs> it's got to be the funniest movie. Uh, man, I I'm rolling on the ground. I've seen in. Uh, I mean that visual, that years. that physical comedy is as good as physical comedy ever gets. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's true. It was 
that part of the movie was exceptional. And it made the movie worth watching, actually. It I I yeah. was not I didn't I didn't look at it and go, Well there's you know, an hour and a half I'll never get back. Right. Uh, that one because there was that one scene. that one scene made the uh, and the build up was perfect. Oh yeah, no, it was just so it well. Was it, just it was well so. Done. I mean, it really is. I mean, film students should study that, right? For a comic scene, it is about the best comic film scene I've ever seen. Right. Yeah, that was really good. But uh, you know, like his movies, like The Mask. That's up there. I'm sorry. Yeah. With. Woody Allen's love and death scene yeah. with the wine bottle. That's true. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which really made me laugh. Right. Fall off my seat laughing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Jim Carrey movie, but Jim Carrey movies, you know, like uh, love and or er, not love and death. Uh, you know, The Mask and stuff like that. I'm always The Mask was watchable. Yeah. Me, myself, and Irene, barely watchable. Barely watchable. Some funny moments. Yeah, it took place in Vermont. Yeah. And they rented furniture from us to do it. Yeah. Uh, That's but, nice. But barely watchable. Mm. When I sold those chairs, my great advertising pitch was, Jim Carrey's ass may have been on one of these. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Did they buy them? I sold them all, yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so I was uh, people watching, mm-hmm. as I often am. And uh, oh shit, I forgot to take my meds today. Oh, um, you son of a bitch. Yep. Hey, don't talk about my mom like that. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, way to deflect. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, I uh, I was people watching the other day as I tend to do, and uh, I was looking at this couple. Yeah. And the girl was kind of shopping around, and the guy was just like, she would wander over somewhere, then he would wander over, and basically put his arms around her, and you know just kind of hang off of her, you know. And I was thinking to myself as I was watching this, dude, why don't you just whip out your dick and mark your territory right now? Why don't you just, you know, why don't you just make it official? Just pee all over the woman. Sure. Because everyone sees through your little, you know, your little song and dance. You know, you're clearly marking your territory. We get it. And what I didn't understand particularly is why he was so keen on marking his territory on this particular female but uh, <laughs> that's besides the point. It's not yours to judge whether a piece of land is worth wanting. Exactly. Sure. So uh, but man it's just like it's one of those things where I'm like they're going to be done in about three weeks. I give it three weeks. Yeah you know those uh, slobbering love affairs are always short lived or but, off, uh, often short lived. But it was fairly one sided. Oh. You know? Like, the, the guy was clearly more possessive than the girl was. She wasn't interested in his slobbering? No. Well, she was just indifferent to it. Sure. You know? And Aren't all girls indifferent to male slobbering? I don't know. Some girls, like, hang off the guy as well. Right, you know? Like, right, they'll wander right. over and, like, put their arms around him. And, like, they, they walk, like, hugging. You know? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, you know, and you know, sometimes it's not too much. Other times it's a lot. Uh, but uh, yeah. But yeah, this was one of those things. The girl was totally indifferent. So I was thinking, man, like this guy's gonna, this guy's gonna become a little needy. She's gonna become weirded out. Then he's gonna become a little obsessive. She's gonna become a little weirded out. <laughs> right. Then he's, he's gonna, gonna stalk get, her. Then he's gonna stalk her a little bit. She's, she's gonna, gonna call gonna, the cops. Right. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, like, this better happen before she gets Wave attached to, your to right. the guy. Wave to your right. Wave what? to your right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my kid's in that car. Yeah. Yeah, I miss him. <laughs> he is cute as hell. So, uh, so where was I? Stalkers? <laughs> Stalkers, yes. Oh, yeah. I was thinking it better happen before uh, she gets too attached to the guy. Because there is that, t- there is that special relationship where the girl... Even though the guy's being a giant douchebag and over-possessive and creepy and stuff, the girl won't break up with him. That's one I always find weird. Right. You know? Like, the guy's clearly an asshole. You know, the girl could definitely do much better. He's just kind of a but dirt... She's invested, he's a possessive dirtbag. She's bag. invested some time in him. Right. You know, it's funny. Women are like that, aren't they? <laughs> men, yeah. men aren't like that very much. No. Men, no. men will like hop ship. Well, not after a certain point. I was talking about this with Andrew a little bit. There's when uh, there's that magical time before a guy's had his first real serious relationship. Yeah. Where he will stay with a girl because he's invested time. A little bit, you know, or or it's no, not a really, dude will stay with a girl. It's not because he's invested time. It's because it's he's, he's invested money. Pussy. Oh, <laughs> I'm going with the steady pussy angle. You can go with the money angle. Uh, uh, they're probably both on a par. I don't know about yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're you know? right. Yeah, it's the thought of steady pussy. Yeah, and it's and probably not. And it's the first time you're really getting it. You know, I'm talking on about a, on a regular basis. Yeah. You mean, and you're terrified that that will go away. Yeah, there's an element of that. I will grant you. Yeah, okay. And y- you're not aware. Of, I mean, yeah, you're not that's aware. The power, the power of the pussy. The power, the pussy, pussy power. Pussy power. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but y- you're terrified it'll go away, and you're not really understanding how not important it is, really, on the, in the in the grand scheme of things. Well, I know, but I mean yeah. that's that's nature's way of pre- pre- perpetuating the species. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, so... They're bragging about 42 miles to the gallon over there. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but that is just fucking bullshit. I'll get to that later. Go ahead. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, but there's a magical time in a guy's, you know, first relationship where he will be just as attached, but for just different reasons. For instance, the steady pussy or the money. Right. Yeah. Or sometimes it's even, well, we've merged our lives so completely that uh, ripping it apart now would just be a great pain How do we ass, divide yeah. up the bank account? Yeah. What do we do with the house? Yeah, we've been together for, you it's know, It's hard to split a kid years, in half. Two years. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to split a kid in half. It can be done, <laughs> but it's a little tricky. Yeah, and it wreaks havoc on the kid. Yeah. You gotta cut weird angle. Anyway. Oh, yeah. 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 Around vital organs. Sure. 
Somebody get, has to get the bottom half. Who's yeah. that going to be? The guy, the half that didn't get the liver can't drink. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. It's problematic. It is. Uh, what were you saying about 42 miles per gallon? I was saying I don't know bullshit. if I necessarily finished my thought, but I was... No, no, no finish your thought. I'll, I'll, I'll well, I was just saying, like, so the girl will get invested for time reasons. Or because she's invested time and she's actually become attached to the human. Right. You know? Uh, the guy gets invested because he's attached to one particular part of the girl. Her vagina. Her vagina, and doesn't want to lose that. You know. Okay. But uh, but the guy will get attached, and then and but but the difference between the guy and the girl is the girl never learns her lesson, really, or very rarely learns her lesson. And the guy will be the next time there's major issues, he'll have no problem walking away. Most of the time. Huh. You know, guys will be like, you know what? Yeah, we're speaking in generalities. In generalities, yes. But the the next time the guy will be like, man, fuck this, I'm out, you know. Because he knows that he can uh, find some. Uh, yeah, that mistake typically only happens once, maybe twice if you give it a long enough period of time. In between. In between. So after a long after a dry spell, a man doesn't want to give up his canteen. Right. Sure. So, uh, <laughs> but I but I have noticed that every guy has that one relationship. It's that, that that one girl who ruined his life. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be every guy. Somebody must have worked out all right. I mean, I think you'd have to be... I mean, I think your parents would actually have to train you in relationships, which is something that parents rarely ever do. They don't train you in relationships, and they don't really train you for child rearing. No. It's something There's you, no you just kind of figure out on your own. You know, they make you take a... You know, an eight-week eight well course to get a driver's license, but you can squeeze out a puppy with no preparation. Right. But it's just as well because you'd never listen anyway. Uh, if you had to pass a test before you were allowed to have sex, I think you might you pay know, attention. You might pay attention to a couple <laughs> of things. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. But... Uh, but yes, yeah, so I think you'd find some uh, you'd find some advanced placement students. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, my point is is that the guys, for the most part, learn their lesson, and the girls rarely ever do. Uh, you know what I mean? They'll keep dating the same type of dirt bag over well, and over again. Well, that's very true, and he, I I mean that's an interesting psychological phenomenon because I mean I think that's very Freudian. Yeah? Yeah, because I think that the relationships, I really, you know, I mean, I really believe this to be true. And the 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 reading I've done on it, which isn't extensive, but it's not, you know, it's not, it's, it's formidable, but it's not extensive, um, seems to indicate that there's a definite correlation. Right. Uh... Between the relationship a girl has with her father, yes, and how she and the relationship she pursues pursues yes, there's an it seems to be a very clear causal correlation. Yeah, uh, I will agree with you. Well, I mean, like, what's the first love line question you ask the girl? In Where's distress? your daddy? Where's your dad? Right. Yeah. 
but uh, but yeah, I'd agree with that. You know, every uh, every every messed up chick I think I've ever encountered or been with has had some sort of weird relationship with her dad. Right. Yeah. So I I, I mean, and that's it's not even you know it's subtle. It's not even sort of like you know my, my parents split up, although that's a common one. Right. Uh. But it's, you know, I didn't get along with my dad. Right. Or, you well, know... Well, it can be... I mean, I'd say that in cases where it's like I didn't get along or that my folks split up and I never really saw them, you're, you're probably... You've jumped up to about a three on the crazy scale. Right. Like three to ten. Just right. automatically, you got three points. Right. You know? Exactly. And it, then for every, like, oh... Right. And, and he was an alcoholic... Uh, you just um, jumped up another two points. You got and it. it, it, it <laughs> that's exactly how it works. Yeah, and he left when I was like two years old, and is you know had a sep- had another family. Uh, you just jumped right. up another point. And and, and my stepdad. Yeah. Uh, was a drug addict. Yeah. Uh, you just don't jumped yeah. up another two points. Exactly. Yeah. Or now, went to jail now, for something. Yeah. Now you're hovering around a seven. Sure. Seven eightish. Right. And uh, yeah, now you're dangerous. You right, just, you've just become dangerous. Right, and so what happens is, is to you some, go out to some to some poor boy. Uh, well, no, no, because future. because you you often you go out looking for trouble. Right, and that's why. Oh, oh, oh! But here's the thing: is that that one girl, she won't necessarily learn her lesson completely, but she'll learn it long enough to ruin at least one guy's life. Yes, because she'll find a nice guy. Right. But She'll he stumble across he a nice guy he by mistake. He won't deliver the special kind of strange that she's looking for right. from her, so she'll break his heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yes, that's true. I think we hit the nail on the that's head true. on this one. And then she'll start getting strange. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she'll start... Uh, well, because she'll, she'll, cause figure, the, out, she'll, she'll cause figure out... She'll figure out... She'll cause the drama she so desperately craves. That she's so desperate. Exactly. Exactly so. And uh, and a normal guy will just get hurt and that'll be done. Right. Uh, and she'll probably dump him. Right. Uh, because he, he's not, you know, he's a normal guy. He's a nice guy. No, no, no. She won't necessarily dump him. You know why? <sighs> you think she'll torture him for an extended period? She'll torture him for an extended period until the dude learns his lesson. This is the, oh. the guy needs to learn his lesson in this particular scenario. Yeah, because yeah. she knows he's a good guy and he treats her well. Right, you know? and she, she abuses causes, that fact. Yeah, she causes the drama, and she knows what she's doing. You know, she knows that. Oh, I don't know if she nice necessarily knows well, what she's not, doing. Well, not not on a conscious level necessarily, but she, d- you know, there is that moment where she feels bad. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm acting crazy. I don't know what it is. Blah, right. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then the guy. Uh, and you think and, that rides for a while. And that rides for a while because the guy's like, it's okay. You know, I understand you've had hard knocks and blah blah blah, right, and right. I can make it all better with my normalness. Well, every no, you, and you every can't dude and every chick in a relationship thinks she can rescue the guy or the girl. Yeah, Any this is happen. the great big. You know, I once my I, my dad was talking to me about a, a coach, a famous coach <coughs> uh, of a I can't remember a basketball team or whatever it was. Right, and he was he was. Uh, Recounting an interview that the coach had had given, yeah, and they were asking him, 
you know, how is it you're able to con- so consistently coach winning teams and get these players, you know, just, you know, performing. Wow, that's nice. <laughs> uh, performing magically. Yeah. And uh, he says, I hire great athletes. Right. The end. The end. Because you don't take mediocre and shitty athletes. And turn, and turn them, them into all-stars. All-stars. Right. You hire all-stars. And train them. And hone their skills. Right. Right. Yep. And encourage their skills. And and that was exactly it. You don't fix a player. Right. You don't fix a personality. Right. You don't... You don't fix those things. You either get used to them. Right. Learn to live with them. Yeah. Or you... Get rid of them. Get rid of them. You yep. got it. Exactly. So you get what you get... And you can only mold it very slightly. Yeah. All right. Agreed. Yeah. When we come back... On that note... Why 42 miles per (laughs) gallon is such bullshit. (laughs) Let's get to work. Let's get to work. Okay, before you start... Uh, shit. Before I start shitting? (laughs) I'm going to shit my car. Let's do it. Yeah, hold on. (laughs) Hey, I realized instantly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So, uh... Before I start giving you a hard time about engineering. <laughs> yeah. Before you start, uh... Before you start, uh, bitching about why 42 miles per gallon uh, pisses you off so much, uh, two things. One, I'm going to tell you why it pisses me off. Okay. And two, uh, Casey Anthony, the lady whose trial we're sick of. Oh, yeah. It's over. Oh, thank God. Found innocent. Get out of town. <laughs> I will not. Yeah. No, I insist you get out of town. No, seriously. Uh, Everybody assumed she was guilty. Yep. Except for, apparently, some well-filated jurors. She gave them all blowjobs? I don't know. You must have. I mean, what the fuck? Hmm. Jesus. I mean... I don't think there's really? a single goddamn person in the country other than apparently those jurors who thought she was innocent. Well, they were sequestered from the media. Yeah. I guess. I mean, we were all bombarded with a bunch of talking head bullshit artists. But I mean, like, people who were watching the trial, I oh, think wait, we... Wait, 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 wait. A wind could blow. Mm, nope. Uh, but, uh, I mean, we, uh, you know, people who were watching the trial, I think we all agreed that, uh, the defense was just doing a fucking atrocious job. Well, all they had to do was provide reasonable doubt. Right. Yeah. So. I guess that's a point they really stressed because, uh, man... I mean, I guess there is reasonable doubt that she didn't do it, but it's more reasonable to think that she did. <laughs> Completely innocent? <laughs> Completely. The only thing they uh, found her guilty of was lying to a jury or something like that. Perjury? Perjury, yeah. Yeah. So there you are. No ship. That's that. It's over. Innocent. All right. Good. Yeah. I didn't care one way or another. So, uh, how I had nothing invested in the trial, you see. Okay, I'll take your bets now on how long before they, uh, 
how long before her book is out? Mm. She does need to do a book. Yeah, she's probably already got an offer. She's been through this horrible ordeal. Yeah. As have we. You think she's going to write the book, I didn't do it, but if I did, here's how I would have? I'm not sure she can write. Sure. But, uh, but if she can, uh, she won't write the book. Sure. Some ghostwriter will write it. Yeah. But I think it's better if she sells her movie to a screenplay, you know, to, to a made-for-TV movie. Which, by the way, I think they've already done in Italy. They've sold her story to a, for a made-for-TV movie? I don't know how I know this, but as I was, you know, screening the news the other day online. Sure. I came across a thing it's about a how Italy had released a movie already about the Casey trial. Interesting. But maybe I got it wrong. I really wasn't paying that close attention. Sure. Uh, so, anyway, uh, 42 miles per gallon pisses you off? Well, you're going to tell me why it pisses you off first. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, well, it pisses me off because before all this EPA nonsense, cars used to get, you know, 50, 60 miles per gallon. Well, not there, really. There not was many a, of them. No, but there was a time when your... Uh, you know, your Honda Civic would get 50 to 60 miles per gallon. And then you had to stick a catalytic converter on it, and suddenly you were getting back down to 32. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Um, here's the deal. 42 miles per gallon is a fucking joke. Okay? Yeah. We should be getting 100 to 150 miles per gallon. Yeah. Period. But we drive around these big fucking lead weights. Okay. Okay. They could make cars out of fiberglass, and they would get a hundred miles to. The, they could get them to do a hundred miles to the gallon. Sure. Are you turning right, pal, on the motorcycle or not? Are you just no? You're turning left, completely the opposite of yeah. right. Apparently, he does not know how to ride a motorcycle. So, um, he's new at it. So it's a joke. 42 miles an hour is a joke. We can keep a satellite. We can keep the Mars rover going with a fucking solar battery. Right. On on Mars for years. Right. We can't go fucking 100 miles to the gallon. Really? Really? Yeah, that's a good point. I, I contend that two things. Right. First of all, the government ought to get off their fucking bullshit mm-hmm. and say if you produce a car that gets 100 miles to the gallon or better yeah, we will waive all DOT standards period right waive them yes for four years what are the DOT standards? these are like safety standards, airbags oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, shit yeah. like that. I don't have an airbag on my motorcycle, but I can drive it, okay? Right. So, you know, just wave that stuff. Wave right. it all. Make the car out of eggshells. Yeah. Okay? And we'll all know buying them. Our car gets 100 miles to the gallon. Yeah. But we have to drive it with caution because it's not a big tank. Right. We don't all fucking have to drive tanks. And if more and more of us drove fewer and fewer tanks, it would be less of a problem. Sure. 
plus we would cut the cost of gas or effectively cut the cost of gas by uh, two-thirds by making it go three times as far right yeah okay so the same dollar you spent on a on gas would go three times as far distance wise as it used to right and burning that one gallon of gas produces X amount of emissions right but if I can go three times as far only burning one gallon of gas I'm also cutting emissions for distance traveled that's which is true. what it boils down to, right? Yeah. So it's a win-win situation. Yeah. The only people who don't win? Who doesn't win? The oil companies, Somebody's I guess. Somebody's got to lose. The oil companies, because <laughs> we don't need as much of their product. Right. But we got all of China coming online with, with cars. So the oil companies are not going to lose. It's just going to be more of it to go around for us. Sure. It's going to last longer. We're going to get better emissions. And in places where we're sort of saturated with vehicles, pollution will come down. Cost of gas will come down. Right. You know, so I, I think we got to get serious about I mean, it's like, you know, and we don't know how we're going to do it, right? Right. Or presumably we don't know how to. Some people probably have a fair idea, but most of us don't know how we're going to do it. Right. Well, you know what the else they didn't know how to do? They didn't know how to fucking get to the moon in the 60s. Sure. Okay? But the president got serious and got behind it. And guess what they fucking did? They went, they to, went the to the moon. Okay? So where we're putting our energies and resources and where we get motivated, yeah. we get things done. Sure. All right? So there's two things we're n we don't give a shit about. In, in, we don't give a shit about this one in any country. Gas mileage. Because we'd fucking have 100 mile an hour cars already. 100 so mile per gallon? Mi I'm sorry, 100 mile per gallon cars. Yeah. So we don't give a shit about that. And in this country in particular, we don't give a shit about education because we're quite content to let our citizens be dolts. Yeah. You know, with the shittiest public school system in the industrial nation. Yeah. That's the two things we don't give a shit about. We don't give a shit about the pollution. Don't we don't give a <laughs> shit about education. Yeah. And that's why let alone that's why when I pollution right that's why when I see 42 miles a gallon I'm thinking a big fucking deal right you know you're not impressing me with your 42 miles per gallon right you want to impress me 100 miles yeah. a gallon yeah. that's what I want out of my car and it can be lightweight it can be smaller I can have a shorter trunk right I can, you know if I need to to haul some shit around, you can make me a much shorter car, and on the days where I need to haul shit, I'm going to the grocery store or something, tack me on a trunk. Right. Just give me a little snap-on trunk. Snap little sidecar. <laughs> a little snap -on Little side, trunk. little shoulder saddlebags. You can hook up your trailer. Whatever. Little, little trailer little hitch. Little trailer hitch. Yeah. Right? Other than that, it's a tiny little car. Seats four people. Tight. Yeah. The end. All right. And get me up to 100 miles a gallon. Stop fucking around with this 42 miles an hour, more miles per gallon bullshit. Yeah, yeah. That's a laughable joke. If you're proud of that, you got a serious problem. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you got a game for us, right? I do have a game. All right. Now, this is going to be tricky because you can't see it, and I have to put on my glasses to read it. 
But I can't and see you, far. And you're driving. I can't see far when I wear my glasses. I can't drive with my glasses. Well, there you go. I've got them on my nose like an old guy. Okay. You see that? So when I look up, I can see the road. I'm with you. When I look down at my paper here, which you're not supposed to look at. This seems dangerous. Yeah, it could be a little bit dangerous. That's part of the fun of the game. I'll keep an eye on the road for you. Yeah. There Man, you go. That's such a sweet car. I know. That's a great oh, car. Oh, while I was driving 15 up Fifteen miles to the gallon, I guess. <laughs> yeah. When I was driving up to... Uh, uh, North Hero today. Yeah. Uh, there was a there was just this place out in the middle of nowhere sold some really cool vintage cars. Cool. That was like all they did. What seventeen, like they eighteen miles to the gallon? Sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, you see those places every once in a while. Yeah, it's weird out in the middle of fucking nowhere. That happens all the time in Vermont, though. But there was a really cool like Charger or Challenger oh, or something yeah. like that, like Duster. an old one. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so here's the game. Uh, these are, uh, uh, this is a musical game. Okay. And it's, uh, these are, I'm going to have to explain this a little bit because records don't, uh, you know, music doesn't have sides anymore. Right. But way back in the olden days when old people listened to music. Sure. They had these things called 45s. And they were the pre-release for an album. So you'd release a 45 as your single. Right. That would be, you know, you'd, you'd go into the studio, record a bunch of music, and you'd, and the song, th- song you thought was going to break you out of the crowd, right. that was your single, baby. That was your chart-busting single. This was, you know, you know like when uh, Tom Petty sings, The A&R man says, I don't hear a single. Yeah. That's what he's talking about. And uh, so would, you'd release... Would not, would not hearing a single be a good thing? No, that would be a horrible thing. Right. Because that means we've listened to your album, we don't hear a bust-out, uh, knock-em-dead, a- absolutely obvious, uh, I figured. catchy single. Yeah. So you take your catchiest song, um, and uh, let's see, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of what might have been a really star man from Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Okay. Uh, trying to think of something else that might have been a, uh, a big, the boys are back in town. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, those kind of things. You know, big, big chart busting singles. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. So, uh, so, but there are some releases where the and the B side of a of a single. Mm-hmm. So they would take these these singles and press them into 45 RPM records little tiny records yeah and uh, they would send them out to the radio stations as demos so they didn't have to press a whole album and do that kind of thing right so they would send out these cheapo singles to all the record stations sure and the because they didn't want to waste space well the b-side yeah it had to have a song on the flip side right, right? you know might as well you know out records had two sides so they would press the b-side and the b-side was usually a song that was sort of considered to be a good representation of the band, there, but, but not necessarily not their, their kitschiest tune. Correct. Right. Correct. And uh, so, but these, I've got a list of ten here. Right. Uh, B-sides that got way more popular than their A-sides. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, I'll give you the B-side song. Okay. I mean, I'll give you the A-side song, the song that they thought would be the breakout hit. Sure. Okay. And then you see if you can tell me the band and what the actual B-side was, which became the they, big hit. Right, okay. Okay. 
And uh, if you can't tell me the band, then I'll give you the band, and then you'll try to tell me the okay the B side. Okay. Uh, so we're gonna start with the A side was Computer Love. The A side was Computer Love. Yes. That sounds craftworky. Bingo! Really? Uh, so what was the B side? Okay. Uh, it got to be. Uh, model. She's a model. Bing! Wow! All well right. done. Well yeah. done. Alright. Uh, kudos on your first shot out of the cannon. Nice. Yeah. I thought that would be a little bit tricky. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, craft work, you went sure. obscure, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're going to slow it down to give the folks at home a chance to play. Alright. Uh, and this one's going to be tough for you anyway. Okay. The A side yeah. of this single was You Make Me Real. You make me real. You make me real. That's right. You make me real. Yeah. And I would sing it for you if I knew it, but I don't know it. But I do know the other side. Okay. You make me real. That sounds familiar. You make me real. I'll give you an era. Okay. 60s. 60s. Oh boy. Okay, sixties. Late six late sixties, I think. Late sixties. Yeah. Late sixties strawberry alarm clock. Good guess, but no, it's the doors. Okay. Oh, okay. It's the doors and All the right. A side was yeah, of course. Uh well it's gotta be uh light my fire. Perfectly good guess. Yeah. It was Roadhouse Blues. Oh. Uh, you know okay. Roadhouse Blues? I think so. Yeah. Going to the yeah. Roadhouse again. I'm going to have myself a beer. Yeah, yeah. sure. All right. Uh, so here we go. Uh, this next one, you'll get the band easily, I think. Uh, but you you may have trouble with the... Okay. With the... Uh, with the A side? With the, or the B, B side. side. Yeah. The B side of... I mean, the A side of this... Uh, single. Okay. Was Day Tripper. Day Tripper. Okay, so it's got to be the monkeys. Oh, oh that would be Daydream Believer. But oh, right. Uh, Day Tripper. Day Tripper. She was a day oh, tripper. Okay, so the Beatles. One way ticket. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Beatles and Day Tripper was on the A side. That's right. But and the, the B side was was more the popular. bigger hit. Okay, so it was Day Tripper. Day Tripper. Uh, what? And was it's it in that same vein. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of, uh, something. Okay, if it was Day Tripper, was it something goofy? A little bit, yeah. Was it Yellow Submarine? No, not that goofy. Uh, okay. Uh, Lucy and the Sky with Diamonds? I'm going to give it to you. We can work it out. We can work it out. Oh, God. Try to see it my way. That's one of my least favorite. Much bigger hit, though. Okay, so here we go. So this is going to be a tricky... This is going to be a tricky one. Yeah. I can't believe I missed the Beatles. What what, what did I say? The Monkeys? Yeah, What was I thinking of? Daydream Believer. Daydream Believer, yeah. Yeah, Not Day Tripper. Fair enough. Uh, so this one is, this one's going to be really difficult. Okay. The, the A side was Hung On You. 
Hung on you. It's a band you're not that familiar with. Okay, but, but you definitely know the hung, B-side. Hung on you. Okay, and era. Uh, I'm gonna say late, absolute late fifties or early sixties. Okay, uh, early sixties, late fifties. Hung on you is their A side. Hung on you. Uh, God. Uh, Alright, what's the, what's the band? Yeah, the band is the Righteous Brothers. Okay. Yeah, they right only have one song... Well, they, they have a couple of songs that you would probably know. But there was only one of their songs that I would expect you to know. The and Righteous this is it. Brothers. The Righteous Brothers. Alright, what's the... I'm not going to get this. Oh, my love. Okay. My, it's uh, Unchained Melody. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, Unchained right. Melody. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, okay, right. now this is this is a good one. Uh, this is one you might have. Well, I, I'll give you the I'll give you the A right. side first. All right. Uh, it's called Train to Nowhere. Train to Nowhere. Yeah. And this was a very weird mid '60s band. Okay. Um. They were kind of a one-hit wonder, which is why you never heard of their okay their A side. What's the A side's name again? Uh, Train to Nowhere. Train to Nowhere. They were a bit like the Ombres. They they were sort of a funky uh, okay. put together uh, band. All right. Uh, Mid sixties, you say? Mid sixties. Donovan? No. The hit, yeah. the the B side. Yeah. Was. Uh, rehashed in the Pee Wee Herman movie Pee Wee's Big Adventure Okay You probably played it in band Okay That's weird And if you didn't play it in band Your brother definitely played it in band Okay Mid 60's Played it in band Uh, It's gotta be Okay, is the it, band is name. The, oh, is the hit "Eye of the Tiger"? No, the <laughs> band. I, I remember playing that. In the band, band and everybody who really knows this song is gonna get this now. Okay. Uh, the band is the Champs. The Champs. The Champs, and I played their. And song. the song is the B side is. The B side is okay, and it was rehashed in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Did it play in that scene? Yes. In the, in yes, the it biker did. bar. Yes, it did. Shit, what was that fucking tequila? Tequila! There we go. There we go. Yeah, okay. Alright. Uh, all right. Some good hintage yeah. <laughs> there. Alright. Alright, here we go. Uh, now this next one, you ought to get the band. In fact, you ought to get this one. Okay, here right. we go. Uh, and keep in mind that both of these songs were off the same album. Okay. Here was the a side, right? And this is a the A side is a great song. Okay. But the B side became the hit. Okay. And the A side is "Let's Spend the Night Together." Okay, so it's uh, ro- uh, Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones, you got okay. it. Okay, let's spend the night together. And uh, was this off Jumpin' Jack Flash? Uh, no. 
No. Uh, this through off. the glass darkly. Okay. And it was let's spend the night together. Was it Ruby Tuesday? Ruby Tuesday. Yeah. Nice one. Right. Very nice. Okay. Good job. All right. Um, okay. Now the next one you should know all three of these. Okay. Okay. But I don't know if you'll know the name, but I'll sing a bit for you to maybe give you a hint. Okay. Uh, right. So it's the the A side was woman love. Woman love. Woman love. Woman love? Yeah. Woman love. I don't know if I know that song. A woman love. Hey. Okay. Hey. hey. All right. A woman love. So it's hey. Elvis? Hey. 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 Oh, A woman love. Hey. 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 A woman love. Hey. Hey. I'm, hey. I'm not uh, drawing a band name from that. Uh, he also sang Race with the Devil. Gene Vincent? Gene Vincent. That's right. Very okay. good. Uh, Gene Vincent Gene and his Vincent. blue caps. Okay, and so... And so the... So clearly the answer is not Race with the Devil. No. Uh, uh, so the the B, the famous B-side had to be... Uh, if it's Gene Vincent and Bebopalula. Of course. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, this next A-side is God Only Knows. God only knows. Okay, so that's. Is it recent? Uh. I mean, like late sixties. Oh, okay. Sorry, I love the sixties. <laughs> okay, uh, so late sixties. God only knows. Uh, can you sing a bit of God only knows? God only knows how I'd feel about you. I haven't quite got the melody right. God only knows how I'd be okay. About uh, yeah. You. Okay, so that's uh, God only knows how I'd be. All right, yeah. I know that yeah. song. Uh, but what's the ba- the band's name? It's not like Herman's Hermits, is it? Uh, it's th- it's kind of like Herman's Hermits, uh, but it's not. It's not the Bull Brummels. It's, it's no not. They're American, if that helps. Okay. Uh, they're not... It's not... I got only knows I'd be... I got... Uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, the Beach Boys. Beach Boys. Thank you. Okay. Uh, now it's just a crapshoot. What was on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, t- all right. So God Only Knows was the... Was the, the A, A side, side that did not catch, and the more popular one was uh, oh god, uh, the more uh, wouldn't it be nice? I, I knew I, that's we what I was gonna older. say right before you started singing. <laughs> I was literally. I was, it was, that was about to come out, and then you started singing it. Oh, I'm sorry, I stepped on your line Yeah, you were a little bit, uh, a little bit early to give me the answer, but yes. Okay. All right. This one, you're, you're never going to know the A side, which is Behave Yourself. Okay. Okay. So, but it's a band, it's a... Is it a band I'm relatively familiar with? It's an instrumental band. Oh, great. Now I'm fucked. It's an instrumental band. And we have a CD of theirs on the player at the store. Okay. And 
an instrumental band. And it's a song that like everybody in school bands learns to play. Uh, which is not Eye of the Tiger? Not Eye of the Tiger and not Tequila. Okay. Uh, fucking, it's not London Derriere. And right now I can't think of the melody because I got some of those other songs in my head, but... Uh, okay. Uh, and what's the... What's their A-side? The A-side was uh, Behave Yourself. Behave Yourself. Yeah. I have never heard it. I cannot sing it for you. Behave Yourself. Never heard it before. All right, what's the band? The okay. band is Booker T and the MGs. Booker T and the MGs? Yeah. And they're kind of a... It's a funny sound they get going. It's sort of like a little bit funk... Okay. Uh, but kind of there's a mellow edge to it. Okay, so this, would, this has got to be... Is it the Peter Gunn theme? It's You're so close. Am I really? Yeah. What is it? Green Onions. Okay, and how's that one go? Uh, I knew you were going to ask me that. Uh, pause here for just a sec. Okay. There we go. Okay, so that's what it was. Yes, green yeah. onions. All right, and there's a final one. Um, and you ought to be able to get this. Okay. Uh, it's 50s, I'm afraid. All right. Uh, but it's the the A side was Hound Dog. Okay, so it's Elvis this time. Yes. Okay. Uh, the A side was Hound Dog. So the B side must have been. Let's see, uh, you ain't nothing. Hmm. Uh, Hound Dog Jail Jailhouse Rock? No, mm. not Jailhouse Rock. In fact, I don't. Oh, I can't remember if it was from one of his movies or not. I don't think so. You ain't nothing but a hound dog, and. Well, go swimmingly with that. Yeah, hold on. Uh, uh, come on. It was the B side. It was the B side. Hound Dog. They was thought the Hound Dog would be the winner. They thought Hound Dog would be the winner. And, and both charted. Both were in the top ten. Okay, so it's gotta be. And both may have gone to number one. Really. <laughs> So it was Hound Dog and yeah, I got nothing. Don't be cruel. Do it Yeah, exactly. Okay. Don't be cruel. If you would have told me that Devo had covered it, they cover that. Devo? Yeah. Don't be cruel. Do a hard that do. Oh, I have to hear that. I don't wanna be your love. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, baby, it's you. you I'm dreaming of. Yeah, uh, I know. I only know the Devo version of it because I mean, damned. like, I know uh, it was an originally an Elvis sure. song, but like, I'm more familiar with the Devo version. Well, there you have it. All right, that was a good game. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna come up with a quiz for you next time. Excellent. Uh, and we're gonna see hmm, something maybe you you're kind of familiar with, but not uh, totally familiar. Very with. good. Uh, all right. Well, uh, that concludes this uh, broadcast day. Um, Podcast day.
you not so much broadcast. Uh, there was something I I was gonna mention about uh, shit about uh, uh, going on to the website. Something to do with www.daily-ride.com. Well, something I was about that. It was something like that. It was more like www.daily-ride.com. Sure. Uh, but no, it was something about. Uh, oh crap! I can't. I can't remember this now. Oh yeah, yeah. I was. I was thinking about uh, early adopters. Okay. Okay. And I was. I was thinking. You know, the people who've subscribed already. Yeah. Uh, these guys are the early adopters. Yes. These guys are brave, foraging yeah. souls. Yeah. Trailblazers. Iconoclasts. Yeah. Iconoclasts who who go out of their way. To look for things that interest them and don't give a damn what others think. Yes. Trailblazers, if you will. I think I just said that. And I was repeating you. Sure. It's an excellent choice of words. Yeah. And, uh... And oh, wait. Yeah. Here, your brother's got something to say. Here's Hang one on of our subscribers second. now. What's going on? We're recording the ride right now. Oh, nice. Finishing it up. Yeah. Hello, listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you guys up to? Uh, not too much. Take a walk down my driveway. All right, I will. Oh, very good. See ya. See ya. Uh, um, trailblazers. Trailblazers. And what I was going to say was, I was going to say, I think it's hard sometimes for people to, because, you know, they have they find us quirky and weird or right. annoying or whatever how, whatever it is that has... Uh, <laughs> or annoying. <laughs> yes, they're listening to us because they find us irritating. Well, sometimes you do. It's sort of like... Uh, it's sort of like... Uh, Glenn Beck. It's like having the TV on when you're eating dinner. Sure. It's a little bit annoying, but you do it anyway because uh, you, okay. you know, I don't know. Yeah. So, but but they're enjoying, you know, they occasionally get a laugh from, from something that, uh, some insult I cast in your direction or something like that. Or some mistake I've made in yeah, some, <laughs> engineering. some sort of factual error. They're amused by your engineering mm. antics. And uh, whatever it is that, that sort of tickles their funny bone or, or you know, maybe it, maybe there's just the tone of our voices keep them awake while they're driving to work or driving back home from work or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to encourage these iconoclasts, these bold uh, path... Brave, brave souls. These brave souls, these pathfinders who have subscribed onto us and, and really honored us mm-hmm. by subscribing and listening and stuff like that. Yeah. I want to inspire them... To be uh, proud of their idiosyncrasies, and uh, because I think people look to these kinds of people for what they ought to do, because most people are just sheep. Sure. Right. But it's the iconoclasts. But not our listeners. It's well, it's the iconoclasts. <laughs> it's the early adopters, the people who are listening now. Okay. Who are the people who are bold? Who they're looking to? Gotcha. For what they ought to do. I see. So don't be afraid to recommend this. <laughs> wow. The Daily Ride. To, to someone else. Because you may not realize it. And most iconoclasts don't. Most, most sort of trailblazers don't realize that sure. other people are looking at them yeah. for what they ought to do. Yeah. I just wanted to remind them to be proud of who they are yeah. and bold about their decisions. That's all. I see. All right. Well, uh, well, uh, well said. Right on. Right on.